like a rushing wind, like a wave of fire. However you want, however you want, come like a rushing wind and like a wave of fire. However you want. Welcome to Wind of Revival, a podcast about the very best of spirit-filled prayer topics and the word of God from the vast teaching of prayer by an intercessor and a life coach, a man who's passionate about prayer and equipping people to pray. Each time you will hear mind-blowing sermons as well as actionable tips and strategies that you can implement in your daily life to become a more effective Christian. Now here's your host, Ajiman Kwame Sakodie. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's jump into today's episode. the world is enmity with God. 
through adultery. So you see, when you are living that same word adultery, is that same word pornea that was used over there. So if you are living in sexual sin, he's trying to tell you that you have become a friend even to the world, and then you have become an enemy even with the Lord. So it incurs the wrath of God upon us as people of God and then it hinders our prayer. Do you remember the, the, the sons of Enon? He killed them and he killed their father. So the wrath of God can come upon us when we continually live in sexual sin. The other thing that sexual sin does is that continuous sexual sin causes us to lose the presence of the Lord. Continuous sexual sin, when we live continuously in sexual immorality, it causes us to miss out on the presence of God. We cut him short from amongst us. That's why in a lot of places where you go, there are a lot of dryness. I'm telling you, there are a lot of dryness. I heard a story about a pastor who went to. Now who spoke that prayer? Sorry, hey. was the same thing that the sons of Ellie were doing. The pastor who went to do some days with the woman in the church. It causes the presence of God to leave us. We can miss the presence of the Lord if we continually live in sexual sin. You remember the story of David? You see Psalm 51, the verse number 11. Uh, when you read the heading, if you have a good Bible, it will tell you that when Nathan visited uh, David, when he went to live with Bathsheba, when, when, when David went to live with a woman, the Bible says that, that, that you see, the Lord came through the prophet to come and go in. He said that this is what I, my wrath is against you. And then he knew that once the wrath of God has come upon him, the next thing that it is that the, the presence of God was about to depart from him. So then he prayed in Psalm 51, the verse number 11. He says that do not take your presence. Do not cast me away from your presence. And do not take your spirit even away from me. And so when we continually live in, say the boss who acts now like on my bumper, the power, the roofing, the roofing, you see, the thing itself, it won't even give you the fame and the morale to come before God. I'm telling you, if your conscience is working, it won't give you the morale and the fame even to come before the Lord. He says that cast me not away from your presence and do not take your spirit away from me. A lot of us used to function in some spiritual gifts. A lot of us used to be very 
sharp. We used to operate in some things. We used to be very vibrant in the things of God until we were introduced to sexual sin. And then we began to lose touch. Our dream life messed up. We stopped getting in touch with the Lord. When we pick the Bible, it's like we should sleep and then we will sleep. When we begin to pray, we don't feel anything. So it's like we should sleep and then we will sleep. Not pray. But at first, we used to pray more than even four hours. At first, we could study the Word of God for a longer time. But when you started watching pornography, you realize that it took all your time. The time that you were supposed to pray. I didn't tell you so sad. Let me watch another one. You went to watch another one. No, I've been addicted to porn before. So I know how it feels. I will say. Let me watch another one before you realize what you have wasted all your time. And then it will cast you away from the presence of the Lord. You don't want to have anything to do with church. You don't want to have anything to do with God. You don't want to have anything to do with anything concerning God. You have lost touch. You were on fire. You were a very powerful praying man. Praying God. Until you encounter a God who introduced you to something. You were very powerful. Until you encounter a friend who told you that if you are not getting a man to satisfy you, you can satisfy yourself by putting some things. You were very good until somebody told you that if there are no girls, if you don't have money to go to the prostitution joint, you can satisfy yourself in your own way. Like a gate separates you from the Lord. It pulls you from the spirit of the Lord. First Thessalonians 5, verse number 19. He said that don't quench the fire of the spirit. So the, the life that we are living can cause our relationship. You see, he wants people that you have broken the fellowship that you have with him. There is a God here.
And so 1 Corinthians chapter 6, the verse number 16, he said that do you not know that anybody who sleeps with an harlot becomes one with them? For it is written, the two shall become one. He said that if you sleep with an harlot, you become one with them. That is, if you engage and indulge in sexual sin, if you are not married and you go to sleep with somebody who is married, or somebody who is not married, you see, your soul, your soul, your soul becomes one with them. When God was talking about the two becoming one, in the book of Genesis chapter 2, 24 to 25, you see, he was, he was, he wasn't talking about they becoming one physically like that. But their soul becomes one. They become one like this. They become one. And then the Bible says that, and the two were naked, and they were not ashamed. If you are naked, then you are not ashamed. It means something is happening. Are you with me? Yes. And I was talking can you be naked like that and happen? Go and stand before someone. And you will not be ashamed. Oh. So he was trying to point something out to us in Genesis. The two were naked. They were not ashamed. Something happened. And that is what was causing the oneness. And so if you if if you indulge in sexual sin, so ties are created. I'm telling you. Anybody that you are sleeping with, you are taking a portion of them into your life. Anybody that you are having intercourse with, Proverbs chapter 6, the verse number 32, it says that whosoever commits adultery with a woman lacketh understanding, he that does so destroys his own soul. So if you are talking, you see, sexual immorality, indirectly, you are becoming one, you are destroying your own soul. How are you destroying your own soul? You are becoming one, you are taking portions of people from everywhere and then you are adding to your own soul. That is why a lot of you, your, your problems are made like when you encounter one person, think of it as a mistake. Because one one girl, I don't want to tell you. One woman shall you move. Kotomo shall you move. A fire woman shall you move. Just a member that you fight, or would you not want to mention you? Or be absolutely will you? The whole woman of dinner. And so when you encounter such a person, you see, and you sleep with that person, indirectly you are stuck with over five people without home. Indirectly you are stuck with over five people without home. I'm telling you. You destroy your own soul. Your soul becomes now because you see, your spirit has to flow with your soul. I'm telling you, for your body to be able to get the reception and what the soul is trying to communicate. And so when your soul is destroyed like that, you see, your soul becomes now. 
You see, even when you are in marriage, you try to accept some kind of attitude towards your husband. And you go to over all the time you, you, you give asked, why am I doing this? It's because of somebody's soul that is attached to your soul that you did deal with. It's very powerful. And that is how come, you see, those of you that some boys broke your virginity. You notice that it's very difficult to get rid of those people. It's very because they are indirectly. They are, they, are, they are part of you. Spiritually, they have become a part of you. There is a time that has gone on. Are living with some guys in the room and all that every day. You see, you, you notice that I'm telling you, when they leave you and they go for other people, or you go for somebody else, even when you are married, oftentimes you want to go back to them. That's why a lot of people, I was reading the story by a friend, uh, a, a message, a very good friend of her said to her. Also, the, the, the lady has three kids with her husband. And the lady says that I want to divorce my husband and then go to my ex-boyfriend. Because that guy satisfies me good. She doesn't even care about her children that she has. Because you see, you, you can't blame such a person too much because her soul has been tied to somebody. Somewhere. 
I'm telling you, it will be very difficult for you to come out of this. So that, so that the fathers and our souls have been tied, even though we are not married. That is why some people can't get married. I'm telling you. Because some women, they are, they are, they they don't even have appetite for certain people. So that, sexual morality. I saw there was a lady, I was talking to her then. This lady was telling me how, you know, uh, her school, her, her school mother, you know, her school headmistress, very beautiful girl, she's a Nigerian, very beautiful girl, yet of bar, I'm telling you, the girl doesn't have a desire for her. Because she says that when she was in school, her headmistress could get to her house, and the woman did not to have any house with her girl. Woman to woman. And from that day, she said that she doesn't have appetite for her own better way at the time. So so the woman's soul has been tied to the girl. I'm telling you, the girl can fly from Nigeria to Kenya just to go and do lesbianism. That is how serious it is. So And so sexual immorality causes so even to happen in the life of the believer. Hallelujah. The fourth thing that sexual, the fourth thing that the sexual sin brings is that sexual sin brings curses and causes us to lose the glory of God upon our lives. And the glory upon the soul. Genesis chapter 49. The verse number uh, 3 to 4, and then Genesis chapter 38, the verse number 18, Genesis 49, 3 to 4. You see, Ruby was the firstborn of his son. These are the very words of, of his father, Ruby, my firstborn. He says that my might, the first sign of my strength, excelling in honor, excelling in power. Listen, excelling in honor, excelling in power, turbulent as the waters, you will no longer, the word is, you will no longer excel. So, Ruby was excelling in might, he was excelling in honor, he was excelling in power, but his father placed a curse upon, he says that you will no longer excel. Why? Because you went to sleep with your father's own because you were dodged in sexual sin. Because of that, a curse was placed even upon women. I tell you, there are a lot of girls, you see, there are a lot of people that curses has been placed upon them because of sexual immorality. I'm telling you, the, the, the girls, you see, when you meet young girls today, I'm young, I'm enjoying life. I mean, I need a responsible man. Oh, I can almost say the only. Now, almost say, who do you share those several? Now, she will be asking me a million hours and all the while. But they will tell you that I'm looking for somebody who has it. We'll be back at your survival. God brought Eve to Adam. Adam had it all. Who say no, Molina? 
And people go to the extent of sleeping with married men. I'm telling you, you don't know how dangerous this thing is. I'm telling you, you don't know how dangerous this thing is. People go to the extent of sleeping with married men and then their wives no longer pay attention to them. Boys sleep with married women. Their husbands, they no longer pay attention to their husbands. When the woman cries, it's a curse upon you. I'm telling you, 
Some of us, they are anointed as our glory. I'm telling you. Look at Samson. Samson lost his glory because of sexual immorality. Jacob went to put his head on the stone as a pillar. And he began to have visions from heaven. Samson's head was on the lap of a woman. Ask your neighbor, where is your head right now? Where are you in your head? What is your pillow that you are using? What pillow are you using? And so, some, you see, something at the end of the day lost. He lost everything. He lost the spirit. He lost his anointing. He lost his strength. That's why the loudest mother told me, he said that my son, don't give your strength to women. Don't give it to women. He lost his strength. He lost his glory. He lost it. He lost his eye. He lost his head. But see, on by the three weeks, that time Samson's glory was his head. He lost his glory. He lost his eye. He lost focus. His sight was taken away. So that is what sexual sin does. It, it, it brings curses and then it will cause us to lose focus even in this life. It will bring curses, it will cause you to lose your honor, your glory, the glory that God has bestowed upon you. And then the rest is shame. The, 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 the final thing that I am talking about that sexual sin does. Is that sexual sin leads to poverty and death? And you hear, and you go, and then now, you hear, you go. You see, a lot of the reason why a lot of young people are dying this is because they're going to die too much. Okay. It brings poverty. And then it brings the Proverbs chapter 6, the verse number 26. It says that for the lacking of a heart, the lack of a heart brings poverty. And the adulteress will hurt the precious life. If you are engaging in sexual sin all the time, you see, when you get
sexual immorality. And then it will lead to death. There are a lot of diseases that sexual sin brings. I mean, we have HIV, we have sickness, we have gonorrhea, we have. So the only to me will be for Ghana, Obama, Ojaiwa, Obama, Bolivia, One state, the other four states, one area, one room, one time. No, he can't say much of it. Or see, uh, my wife will live, the girl was married to a pastor, and then the pastor, get on my own, you know, and then the pastor will get on my own, and then the pastor will die. And then the pastor will die. And then the pastor will die. Or see, who will die? Get on the pastor. To cast the pastor of the yard, a short time, the man died. I'll tell you. You see, so before you even die, the presence is gone. The honor is gone. He has lost the signal. That is the power. He has lost it. He has lost all these things because it has become a habit. And so the, the, the habit cuts his life and kills him. So sexual sin will bring death. It will cause you to lose your money. Now I want to do it again. Sexual sin. First Corinthians chapter uh, 6, the verse number 18. Says that the one who indulges in sexual sin, the Lord will destroy his body. It says that any sin that you commit is outside the body, but if you sin sexually, you sin against this your body itself. And if you have destroyed the body, it means that you are on your way to death. And the other thing is that you see uh, uh, Proverbs chapter 7, the verse number 26 to 27. It says that for she has cast down many wounds. Yea. Many strong men have been killed by her. Her house is the way to her, going down to the chambers of death. So sexual sin has brought a lot of mighty men down. Mighty men, a lot of mighty men have been put to shame. A lot of mighty men have been destroyed because of sexual immorality. And a lot of people have died. He says that his part is dead. Finally, I'm talking about uh, how you can come out of this one, how you can come out of sexual immorality. I'm talking about just two things. So the first thing to do to be able to come out of sexual immorality is for you to be sincere about your weakness and genuinely confess it to God and repent of it. First John chapter 1, the verse number 9. He says that if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us and to purify us from all unrighteousness. And so if you are bound by any habit of pornography, of masturbation, of lesbianism, of sexual sin, if you cannot control your appetite and your desire for sex, open up to God. Let God know that, listen, I am weak. I can't do this on my own. You see, the best thing to do when you are in sin is not to run away from God, but to run to God. If you run away from God, nobody can save you. The devil cannot save you. He will not bring you deliverance. That is why he said even in Hebrews chapter 4, the last 
pastors. He said, but let us boldly come to the throne of grace and obtain mercy and find grace in time of need that we will find help in time of need. And so you have to run to God, genuinely confess to the Lord, just like David did. Even in Psalm 51, as we read, genuinely confess to him. Let God know that this is my struggle. This is what I am doing. I am not proud of myself. Help me and again. I can watch here and pray. Talk about it. The second thing to do is to talk about it to mature believers so that they can guide you and pray for you. Some of the things that are happening to us, they are not just physical, they are spiritual. I'm telling you, some of you, when you sleep and you dream and you have a certain dream, the next thing is that you want to go to certain places, you want to do certain things. But the Apostle James said, in James chapter 5, the verse number 16, he said that confess your sins one to another and then pray for yourselves. And if anybody is sick, the person will be healed. Maybe your sickness is sexual sin. If you confess to an elderly believer, somebody who is down, put away shame, put away fear. It's your life, it's your destiny. It's a destiny moment. It is not something that you have to be ashamed or you have to be proud of. It's not something that you have to even think about. That this is what somebody will say. To hell with whatever somebody will say. To heaven with you. And so you want to open up and confess. Be a one Thank you for joining us this week on Wind of Revival podcast. Like what you had. So-